Sound of Truth starts now. Welcome to Sound of Truth Weekly Interview, as we seek to inform, inspire, and encourage you in your walk with Christ through engaging interviews of ordinary people in whom God is doing an extraordinary work. I'm your host, Brett Morani, and I'm excited that you've chosen to join us. We are so happy to have on the broadcast today my friend and one of my, really, one of my mentors that I look up to, and he's given me good counsel through the years in ministry. His name is Danny Williams. He's from Lyons, Georgia. Danny and his wife, Gwen, have been married for 48 years. He's been pastoring for 42 years. He's originally from Lyons, Georgia area. He met Gwen in college. He has served in Texas, Florida, and the Georgia and Atlanta area. Now he's back in his hometown pastoring at First Baptist Church of Lyons, Georgia. He is uh, also father of two daughters. They have two girls, grown girls, and they have six grandkids. And I'm happy and honored to call him my friend. Uh, Danny, great to have you on the program. Great to be with you guys today. Thank you so much. In this episode... We want to hear from you regarding your testimony and God's working in your life through the years. When did you first hear the gospel? When did you trust Christ and become a believer? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, I grew up in a Christian home. Um, I had a, a, a family that, that was that we were in church every, every service, basically, three times a week. Uh, uh, we were involved in things. We, we had typical churches. Uh, it was a rural church, so... We basically sang the same uh, songs, uh, probably probably about 25 songs, uh, covered the gamut of all the music that we did. Uh, we um, we had a, a you know country preachers probably uh, in the course of my ministry. Uh, I I never had over one or two guys that had any uh, theological education other than just what they learned studying the Bible. So. Um, it, it was a, it was just a journey of, of faith. But anyway, uh, I, when I was uh, in the sixth grade, um, I knew I knew the stories of the Bible. I could tell you most any of the major stories of the Bible just uh, because I'd been taught that so much. But I was at a, a service. My 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 dad and my two my one of my brothers were there together. Uh, we were a family. I have five kids in the family and. Uh, so we were in a service, and my dad typically wasn't, I, I would say he was not a, what I would call a genuinely committed Christian. He believed, but, uh, you know, it, it just was not something he just thoroughly lived out. But anyway, uh, on that particular night, for the first time in my life, I realized that uh, the Spirit of God was speaking to me, and here's what I heard. I don't remember anything the preacher said, but here's what I heard, which caused me to know that it must be God speaking to me. This is what he said. This is what I heard him say. Danny, you have crucified my son with your sins. I never had a thought like that before. Mm. Never heard a preacher say that before. And all of a sudden, I was in, in such deep conviction that that I was just guilty before God. I, I knew that I needed uh, him in my life, and and uh, I just um, immediately, when the pastor finished preaching and gave an invitation, I went uh, to the front of the church, told him that I wanted to be saved, knelt, and asked the Lord to come into my life. And I didn't know what to expect, 
but one thing that I can say without question, I was changed toward God. And and here's here's I, I would here's why I describe it to people. God changed my want to, mm. <laughs> and uh, so mm-hmm. the prior to that day, prayer was not a part of my life except in a crisis. So I got in a crisis. Uh, it was like God saved me from the consequences of what I'd gotten into. I'd never want to sh- wanted to share the gospel before. Uh, but suddenly, I, I, when I got home that night, I was calling one person after another, telling uh, them what had happened in my life. Uh, you know, I just did, just my desires were, were, were changed. The Word of God was, uh, you know, just something that I did as a responsibility that was given to me and, and expected by my, my parents. But all of a sudden, I couldn't wait to get home that night. Once I finished calling people, I could, and and immediately I started reading the Bible. And I read read the Bible that that night until I went to sleep, and and it became a way of life for me. And uh, so, uh, you know, the Lord just literally changed my life. I, I I'll never forget going to school the next day. Uh, the person that sat right in front of me was a lifelong friend, and. And uh, I, I told him what happened. He made fun of me. He mm. said, there's nothing to that. And uh, I said, there is something to it, too. My, I, my, there's desires that I never had before. Anyway, uh, years later, uh, oh, what I would probably 50 years later, uh, he, he uh, uh, asked after I had shared the gospel with him multiple times through the years, he calls me one day, having just gotten out of prison and said he was coming by the church, and I, he wanted to tell me something. So he comes by the church, and he told me, he said, last night I gave my life to Christ. And so, wow. you know, you, you just never know what a witness, uh, you know, uh, uh, sporadically, just occasionally I would mention something in, gave my testimony of how I was called to ministry and told the story about my salvation. Uh, at a class reunion five years after I graduated high school. And he was there, said to me that day, he, that, that night, he said, you mind if I come by the house tomorrow and just sit down and talk with you about you what you talked about tonight? And uh, and every now and then, that would happen. And, and uh, so finally, he gave his life to Christ. And, and so that was a tremendous thing. But anyway, uh, after, after a number of years, uh, probably when I was in, in our um, mid twenties, uh, suddenly I came to realize that uh, after doing teaching Sunday school, leading singing in church, and that's basically what it was. It was well, I didn't know anything about worship. I just mm-hmm. knew, knew about singing, and uh, and so I just my desires just began began to change, and and I, I began to have a yearning to want to pastor people and teach the Word of God, mm-hmm. and and so. Uh, I I told my wife about it, and and she was not ready for that before I told her that, because people would say that he's going to be a preacher one day, and you know I, I was not uh, I was not willing to even tell her because I knew that she was opposed to it, and so uh, next thing you know, uh, God's changed her life, and she's uh, uh, radically different, got into the Word of God herself, and and uh, and so. Uh, I woke up one Saturday morning, and I told her, I said, Glenn, I really believe God's called me to, to ministry. And she said, well, 
whatever he called you to, I'm, I'm ready to go with you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so, uh, that, that was Saturday, Sunday morning. I told the church, uh, two weeks, two, two months after that, I was, I was preaching every Sunday at this church that was uh, trying to decide when they were going to close up. And, uh, that was in probably August by, uh, January, they had called me to be the pastor. And, uh, it was one of those situations. They told me, they said, now, there were there was ten people the first day I got there, which was two mamas and a man and and two several kids. And um, they told me they said, now if you'll be a pastor, we'll we'll pay you twenty five dollars a week if we have that much to come in. Hmm. And so so that's how it all got started. And I pastored there for uh, uh, three years, then moved to Texas, uh, pastored. A, two different churches in Texas while going to Bible college and seminary and, uh, and then moved from there to Florida, Palatka, Florida and pastored there. Uh, the church at Billy Graham was ordained and baptized in. I was mm-hmm. there for 10 years and worked with the Florida Baptist convention, helping start new churches and then, um, moved to Atlanta where I was a missions pastor there for, uh, a couple of years and then back to Lyons where I am now been there for, uh, uh in my, uh, 18th or 19th year, uh, the 19th year it is. Wow, that's great. So, Lord, show me more, show me more of you. Hey, Danny, thank you for sharing your testimony. And I think Rick started to interrupt you there. It looked like he had a comment or a question. So, let's, let's circle well, back. Well, it what was going to be more poignant when when you were talking about your friend who, uh, you know, had at first had mocked you and then took a few years and the Lord called him. And I thought that would just be a perfect I told you so moment for you to kind of hit him over the head with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, yeah. though. I, of course, that's a joke, but um, it's such a blessing to know you. You know, the Lord allows us to plant seeds or to water. I mean, we don't know which one we're doing. We don't know if we're planting seed or if we're watering that seed that's already there, but how much of a blessing it is to be um, at front row when we get to see the harvest. Yeah. it. it, You know, it's a, I'll tell you the thing that turned him around, he married a godly woman Mm. and uh, which he was just, you know, she was disobedient to marry him. Right. He was a believer, but anyway, in spite of all of that, you know, sometimes God, uh, uses things, and of course, it was the word of God, not the wife, that brought about the change. He heard the preaching of the gospel, and uh, you know, he was changed by the power of the gospel. Right. Uh, so, anyway. Did you say, Danny, you were in sixth grade when you when you came to faith? Yes. So you were right. what, right. 11, 12 years old. Yeah, I, I was probably twelve at that time. So yeah, I was in sixth grade. Well, I, I love the fact that. Your testimony shows you you immediately started bearing fruit, and mm-hmm. you were evangelistic even in sixth grade, and yeah. uh, that it obviously impacted the gentleman you were referring to. That you you started witnessing to him in sixth grade, and then what fifty years later he comes to faith in Christ, and along the way you kept watering that seed that, right. that had been yeah. planted yeah. from the sixth grade. Um, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. I. You know, I, I, every time I think about that, it's like, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I just told him what happened to me. Yeah. Uh, along the way, I learned more, was able to clear, share the gospel more clearly. And, uh, and, and when it came to the end of it, I didn't lead him to Christ. I just planted seeds. Yep. Somebody else watered it. And he, you know, God gives the increase. That's Amen. right. Amen. Straight from the Word. 
All right. Well, hey, Danny, thanks for being on this episode of Sound of Truth. Of course, we're going to uh, have you back for the next, next episode. But thanks for sharing your testimony. And we're going to have Danny back next week to talk about joyful generosity. Danny's really got, I, I can, you know, I think every pastor has some things that the Lord especially gifts them to teach on within the Christian life. Mm-hmm. All pastors, of course, need to teach the whole counsel of God. But Danny's got a real gift for teaching about being generous. So make sure you join us on the next episode next week, Sound of Truth, as we bring Danny back to talk about joyful generosity. enjoying this podcast please share with your friends thanks music is by canon and is used with permission this podcast is copyrighted by brett amorani 2021